This is Trifecta Now, Living a Course in Miracles. Welcome. This is the third topic in the lesson's episodes, the Holy Spirit and her role in our lives. I've chosen to refer to the Holy Spirit as female because it is neither. We have a lot of sons of God in this book. You can choose to refer to it as male or female. It's your choice. The Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit is a part of the Trinity we refer to as the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. It has also been given the name the Holy Ghost. Spirits and ghosts are usually an interchangeable reference. The Trinity is also referenced as one whole. We have separate titles, sorry, they have separate titles, but are in fact one and the same. This is the same message the book has shared about us. We are one with the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. The Sonship, as it is stated in the book, is the total collective of every spiritual being. So in the workbook for students, there's a section actually titled, What is the Holy Spirit? And that's on page 37 of that section. And I have a few things I'm going to read from it. So paragraph one says, The Holy Spirit mediates between illusions and the truth. Since he must bridge the gap between reality and dreams, perception leads to knowledge through the gate, sorry, through the grace that God has given him and to be his gift to everyone who turns to him for truth. Paragraph two says the goal of the Holy Spirit's teaching sets, teaching sets is just this end of dreams. For sights and sounds must be translated from the witnesses of fear to those of love. And when this is entirely accomplished, learning has achieved the goal it has in truth. Paragraph 3, sentence 2 says, The Holy Spirit understands the means you made by which you would attain what is forever unattainable. And if you offer them to him, he will employ the means you made for exile to restore your mind to where it truly is at home. Paragraph five at the bottom says, accept your father's gift. It is a call from love to love that it be by, sorry, <laughs> that it be but itself. The Holy Spirit is his gift by which the quietness of heaven is restored to God's beloved son. Then, um, then just another in another part of the book in the clarification of terms and in that section on page 89 that section is titled the holy spirit so we go to that section again just little pieces from it just just to try to give you a sense of what this book is referring to as the holy spirit paragraph 1 says jesus is the manifestation of the holy spirit whom he called down upon the earth after he, he ascended into heaven or became completely identified with the Christ, the Son of God, as he created him. The Holy Spirit being a creation of the one creator, creating with him and in his likeness or spirit is eternal and has never changed. Paragraph two says the Holy Spirit is described throughout the course as giving us the answer to the separation and bringing the plan of atonement to us, establishing our particular part in it and showing us exactly what it is. He has established Jesus as the leader in carrying out his plan since he was the first to complete his own part perfectly. All power in heaven and earth is therefore given him and he will share it with you when you have completed yours. 
paragraph three says the holy spirit is described as the remaining communication link between god and his separated sons in order to fulfill this special function the holy spirit has assumed a dual function he knows because he is part of god he perceives because he was sent to save humanity he is the great connection correction principle the bringer of true perception the inherent power of the vision of christ he is the light in which the forgiven world is perceived in which the face of christ alone is seen he never forgets the creator or his creation he never forgets the son of god he never forgets you paragraph four says the holy spirit abides in the part of your mind that is part of the christ mind he represents yourself and your creator who are one he speaks for god and also for you being joined with both and therefore it is he who proves them one he seems to be a voice from in that form he speaks god's word to you he seems to be a guide through a far country for you need that form of help he seems to be whatever meets the needs you think you have and then in paragraph five on that next page which is 590 it says you are his manifestation in this world your brother calls to you to be his voice along with him the holy spirit is our closest connection to god she is our comforter healer and our guide she is introduced at the beginning of the book when Christ talks about how the Holy Spirit mediates higher to lower communication, keeping the direct channel from God open to us. It goes on to explain the role of a guide. A guide does not control, this is a quote, a guide does not control, but he does direct, leaving it up to you to follow. The Holy Spirit is the only part of the Trinity that has a symbolic function. She is always she's also described as something separate apart from the father and from the son when christ came to this world like us he needed to find his way christ needed to discover his purpose and with a guide he was able to do that the holy spirit was his guide his right thinking his direct connection to the father christ says in the book and i quote the holy spirit or universal inspiration taught me first and foremost that this inspiration is for all i could not have it myself without knowing it the word no is proper in this context because the holy spirit is so close to knowledge that she calls it forth or better allows it to come the holy spirit is the shared inspiration of all the sonship christ also mentioned leaving the holy spirit here to take his place on earth the Holy Spirit is also referred to as the spirit of joy. Our will is in our mind because God placed it there. We can keep it asleep, but we cannot remove it. The Holy Spirit wants us to remember and to forget. To remember who we truly are and then to forget the person we created. The voice of the Holy Spirit does not command, does not demand, control, or overcome. It merely reminds us. She is the part of a mind that always speaks for the right choice because she speaks for God. The Holy Spirit is the way in which God's will is done on earth as it is in heaven. Both heaven and earth are in us because the call of both is in our minds. The Holy Spirit is the idea of healing. Being thought, it gains as it is shared. The Holy Spirit 
mediates between the inter uh, in between the interpretations of the ego and those of the spirit. She can interpret both because she resides in us and with us. The Holy Spirit reminds us that this is our life, our eternity, and our self. The Holy Spirit is the perfect teacher. The Holy the Holy Spirit's curriculum has three main points. First to have, you must give to all, is the first point. Life is of the mind and in the mind. The body neither lives nor dies because it cannot contain you who is a spirit, not a body. The body is a symbol of what you think you are. If the mind can heal the body, but the body cannot heal the mind, then it stands to reason that the mind must be stronger than the body. She always states that only the mind is real because only the mind can be shared. The Holy Spirit sees the body only as a means of communication. Total equality of sharing and believing in your brothers and sisters. Miracles cannot be shared if you don't believe in perfect equality and that there must be no range or conditions on what you offer your brothers and sisters. The second point is made by the Holy Spirit is to have peace, teach peace to learn it. What we teach, we are. If we are teaching, if, sorry, if what we are teaching is wrong, then we have taught ourselves wrongly. Everyone identifies with their thought system and every thought system centers around what you think you are. If you, if your understanding of yourself is wrong, then we will share that wrong information with others. It is also known that we need to learn something correctly before we can teach it correctly. Strengthening motivation for change is the first and foremost goal. We need to be ready and willing to embrace change. Change in motivation is a change of mind. The way out of conflict between two opposing thought systems is to choose one and let the other go. We are not being asked to make insane decisions. It is, however, insane to believe that it is up to us to decide what God's creations are. The third point she makes is to be vigilant only for God and his kingdom. We have already been told that we can be as vigilant against the ego as we are for it. Vigilance in this case means that you choose a side and stick to it. Choosing to find our way is through the Holy Spirit. We can't remember what we are without her help. She holds the key to the way back. If we allow ourselves to have in our mind only what God put there, we are acknowledging our mind as created as God created it. She is getting us ready for the translation of having into being. We learn first that having rests on giving and not on getting. Then we learn what we teach we learn. We need to learn peace. This is the condition that allows us to identify with the kingdom of heaven and its existence here on earth. We have believed that we are excluded from the kingdom, and because of that, we have removed it from our belief in ourselves. It is essential that the Holy Spirit teach us that we are included. The very belief that we are not in it is the only thing we need to remove. We need to identify with the center of our minds. This is where God is and our connection to our higher self. If we doubt 
his total existence. His perfect awareness is not understood by us. The ego is all about doubt and all and as long as we let it dictate our understandings, God, peace, joy, and love will be impossible to experience. Effort's not necessary here, but vigilance to stick to what we truly want is. It doesn't require effort because it is already true and needs only acceptance of this truth. Understanding brings appreciation and appreciation brings love. What we project or extend is real for us. This is an immutable law of the mind in this world as well as in the kingdom. Remember, the Holy Spirit is the answer, not the question. The Holy Spirit uses time but does not believe in it. Coming from God, she uses everything for good, but she does not believe in what is not true. Since the Holy Spirit is in our mind, our mind can also believe only what is true, if we so choose to do this. The great peace of the kingdom shines in our mind forever, but it must shine outward to make us aware of it. The Holy Spirit has perfect impartiality. Only by recognizing this in her can you recognize her at all. The ego is fragmented. The Holy Spirit is one. No darkness abides anywhere in the kingdom, but our part is only to allow no darkness into our minds. Each of us is the light of the world, and by joining our minds in this light, we accept the, we accept the kingdom together and as one. So tomorrow, start your day with the declaration of what you want it to look like. Then go about your day making it happen. Pay attention to your thoughts. If you find yourself judging others, making negative comments, or feeling fear, correct the thoughts and replace them with positive ones. The Holy Spirit is our teacher, our healer, and our guide. Let her do what she's meant to do. Ask the questions. Ask for assistance. And ask for her help. You have absolutely nothing to lose and everything to gain. I started my conversations with her when trying to clear my thoughts at night, you know, trying to fall asleep and be peaceful and your mind is racing with all kinds of thoughts from the day or, or what's coming the next day. So I couldn't sleep peacefully. I asked her to clear my mind. I was able to use the holy instant to get to that point. But I can keep my mind clearer for longer and longer periods, periods of time with her assistance because I'm always asking for her help. Next week, I will talk about the holy instant and how to get to that place where we free up our mind and clear clear our minds of idle thoughts. It is an exercise in removing our thoughts of the past and future and replacing them with this moment. Until next week, this is our journey. Let's keep finding our way. Have an incredibly positive week. Love always, Denise.